0: Chapter 1. The Gangs of Streisland Don Primus inhaled deeply from his hand-rolled Turkish cigarette. The finely crafted smoke was attached to one of 50 different cigarette holders that the gang leader owned. To Primus, a cigarette holder was an intricate part of any daily ensemble. While the holder today could have been made of gold, silver, or even jade, and been reasonable with his white linen suit, Primus had decided to don a white, ivory cigarette holder, smuggled in from the deepest recesses of Africa. Exhaling a long, bluish-gray cloud of smoke above the heads of his patrons, Primus observed his amazing domain of authority. The Copacamania was the hottest gay bar on Streisland. Built as a lavish mansion in the late 1900s, Primus had created two massive dance floors on the ground level, including the largest martini bar of any establishment in town. The grounds included a giant, heart-shaped swimming pool that patrons enjoyed every third Wednesday. The event was called Towel-A-Stranger Wednesday, and more than 1,000 short-trunked swimmers would converge on the Copa to get wet with friends and strangers every month. In the back of the Copa was valet parking, where more than 20 live peacocks would roam the grounds as walking scenery. What was more interesting than the long white pillars of the building and the two oversized flamingo fountains were the patrons that frequented this social hot spot. They were the Ripley's Believe It or not, of the flamboyant criminal underground. Behind the main cash register on an elevated zebra-skinned sofa sat Don Primus. This was his exclusive perch from which he could view all the main activity taking place in the Copa. Whether it was stolen goods, drugs, prostitution, wedding planning, or interior decorating, Primus had a well-manicured finger in it. Because of his diversified fields of criminal activity and his never-ending ability to be devilishly stylish, Primus had constant challengers for his turf and resources. The number of rival gangs were many, and they all had their own unique specialties. On most nights, they could all be seen at the Copa. Primus believed in keeping enemies like the police close, but he kept gang enemies close enough to serve a fine Chardonnay to. Thus, almost any night, all of the gay mafia's rivals could be seen frolicking about the club. Tonight was Monday, which everyone knew was karaoke night, and Primus owned the only Dynasty 10,000 Karaoke Dream Maker. The unit could only be moved with a forklift, and had wireless connections with the Copa's ten oversized disco balls. At this moment, the voice of Master Buttrong, leader of the Flats gang, could be heard throughout the dance club. Hungry Rock-Rawolf! Hungry Rock-Rawolf! Hungry Rock-Rawolf! The words rolled from Buttrong with his usual energy. Thirty members of the gang, along with their wannabes, screamed with approval. The Flats Gang The Flats gang was the only known existing Oriental gang in Streisland that used flatulence as a weapon of choice. Due to their strict adherence to gaseous Chinese food, the Flats gang anal vapor could peel wallpaper off a room with no effort.